0: Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to listen to Trex and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness, mostly weeky wiki, wiki. Ugh, that was almost, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know what that was. Uh, your nearly almost weekly geeky uh, podcast. Uh, anyway, today is July 3rd. It is uh, in 2022. Yes, still 2022. <laughs> Which how, how is it July already? Almost the 4th of July tomorrow uh and this is show 867 which is kind of a nice number in a way you know kind of a sequence in a way slightly uh i don't know what i'm talking about this is always weird you know it's been a couple of weeks since i did a show it's been a few weeks since i've done a solo show maybe about a month um because two weeks ago i had a show with jen where we talked about firefly which was great fun Thanks again, Jen. And the week before that, we we did a Patreon chat. If you want to support the show, that's over at patreon.com forward slash and Sci-Fi. And again, I always thank those who do that each month. Um, big, big help uh, and much appreciated. So, um, but today, so yes, it's been a few weeks since I was just sitting here in my Rico Cave doing a, a solo podcast. But today is going to be all about... I had this idea because of a book I'm reading right now. Uh, I had this idea to do a show about like alternate universes in TV books, uh, movies, uh, and and so forth. it's It's a really interesting topic. it It, it certainly uh, has happened in in Star Trek uh, and uh, with the Mirror Universe, especially and a couple of other inst- instances of that. But um, it, it's really a fascinating idea, and especially this book I'm reading right now that I'll tell you more about shortly, but um, is a big part of the book or is basically the main, the main idea of it. So, yeah, that is going to be the topic. I'm going to talk, though, for the first probably at least a good 20 minutes maybe on current TV movies, recent things, because it's been a while for that. So, hey, let's do this. I'm Captain Kirk. Prime. I am the futures of war Resistance is futile Yes, a Jedi's strength flows from the force But beware of the dark side I mean, it's not technically accurate to see it's a gold continuum. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry, David. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reach Gold, and you're listening to Drexel Sci-Fi again welcome very much big welcome to everyone uh happy uh, independence day i get played play the clip from the movie which i've said a, on a number of occasions maybe i need to watch independence day again the original uh but that movie really it's a very much i i feel like it's kind of a little dated possibly but that doesn't really usually bother me about movies but that movie never thrilled me as much. I can I can still even, for some we- reason, f- I cannot speak still. For some reason, I I can still distinctly remember seeing that movie. And I think I saw it a little bit after it came out. And what was that, a late 90s, like 96 or so movie? But uh, I, I think I'd heard so many people just raving about it. I, I think I got a little affected, even though I try to avoid this feeling being influenced by what other people think too much which is hard sometimes but um but i i just like yeah that it was okay it was fun uh, but um i don't know there was something about it that just didn't quite work for me maybe i don't, I don't know what it is it, you know it, it it's it it's kind of really crazy wild over the top a bit when you think about it but anyway enough about that. That's not... But, but I was trying to say, is Happy Independence Day to those of us in the U.S. I know it was Canada Day a couple of days ago. Is it... Does every country have a holiday around the 4th, 4th of July? It, 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 you know, I, I work with um, my, my, my as they say, my day job. Uh, you know, I work with people in a lot of other countries, Europe, Asia. And, and a lot of people in Europe are off coming up this week, although I don't know if it's a holiday or if they're just taking time off. But a lot of lot of uh, holiday events around the world at this time of year. It, it's funny, my well, it was my former boss. Um, his birthday is actually tomorrow too. On top of all of that, so anyway, Happy Fourth of July to those in the U.S., U.S. Americans, and all that. Uh, this, you know, there's been a lot of rough times over the last couple of years, few years, in in the U.S. for a variety of things that I won't get into. Uh, but um, the most recent was not that I. Ugh! I don't even want to. Do I want to even say anything about the abortion? You know, turnover thing here. <laughs> most of you have heard about that in the in the U.S. Obviously, or and in, in other parts of the world. But it's freaking ridiculous. So that's all I'll say. The um, but um, but yeah, it's it's. You know, I I still love the U.S. I've seen a lot of other places in the world. There's places in the world I wouldn't mind living. I don't think, but. It's 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 hard to you know you hear these days and I don't know why I'm getting into this maybe because it's Independence Day and all this but you hear a lot of things these days about people wanting to leave the U.S. because of the things happening and I'm all I'll say and then we're gonna get into geeky topics and is that um, every place has their their um, troubles and their issues Let me say that <laughs> I I I feel strongly to you know don't run run from the country We got to stay here and fix things So okay. Let us get into, I mean, first off, how great, how really great and solid of a show is Strange New Worlds? I, you know, I've had my ups and downs with Discovery. I'm not, I'm not as, there's people out there that just like have totally dismissed it, hate it, you know, feel, feel the need to chime in every, on every Star Trek thread and every online group and every Reddit thread or whatever, Twitter thing, but who feel the need to bash discovery, bash Picard. Uh, it seems to be the common thing to do with nerds and geeks. You know, we, we, they hate Kenobi. They hate star or any star Trek stuff. You know, it's like you know, the Marvel guys aren't super happy these days. Like, Oh, you people, I, I don't know. I mean, it, be critical be, you know, you can have your opinions and your, your decisions and choices about stuff, but as I say many times and I say this online occasionally I'm trying to not chime in on these things cuz it just turns into a online argument which doesn't do anybody any good but I I just still cannot comprehend the need to 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 bash and hate on things if you don't like it move along I, I, you know I always say like I, I don't go out of my way to find stuff that I don't like on groups and threads and just, just slam it and bash it I I try to Try to, you know, the podcast has always been like this. I'm, I try to be like this in life. I, I try, to, try to talk about the positives and the things that I enjoy. Uh, and, you know, occasionally, yes, something doesn't thrill me, obviously. And I'm not, I don't really feel like I'm that, you know, people have accused me sometimes <laughs> of being easy to please. But I, I don't really think it's quite that. I just feel like at this point in my life and for a very long time, even years ago, I know what I like. You know, it it is. You know, I love Star Trek, I love Star Wars, and uh, some of the movies and some of the shows of each of those franchises I've liked more than others. So, I mean, do I like Strange New Worlds more than the Discovery? Yeah, I I basically do. I mean, even after four years of Discovery, I feel like Discovery has uh, my biggest trouble was the just the every season being the end of the galaxy basically, and Discovery and their crew is the only one that can save it. I think that. That's okay a little bit, but it's gotten really old. they They need to mix that up a bit. I was really hoping when they went to the future spoiler warning there for something that happened like oh, before the pandemic even. um but um, in season the end of season two, uh, and now they're filming season five, but the but the point is is that it, it's it still has a great stuff in it. I, I still feel the cast is solid in discovery. I feel they do some pretty solid stories. I don't think everyone cries all the time, (laughs) as some of my uh, friends and other people have said. I don't think that happens. But, you know, modern shows are very different than older shows, I I think, is another thing you have to keep in mind. There's much more um, personality of the characters. There's much more emotion shown, you know, the. In the old days, I mean, my goodness, you know, your wife could die, your dog could die, your your, you know, best friend, your your whole family. I mean, the people on the show would barely blink an eye, right? Bad bad an eye, blink an eye, bad and eye, bad and eye, I think. Yeah, it just wasn't now now we've kinda gone maybe to the other end a little bit where a lot of this I'm gonna grab my tea, hang on. Where a lot of this is almost shown maybe perhaps too much at times, so uh but um, but again, back to let's go back to Strange New Worlds. I just think the they've just hit an area and in, in a in a, in a kind of a way of doing Trek for a modern audience, but also individual episodes. The cast is great. It looks amazing. Everyone seems to be the biggest thing people are still hung up on. It's like, oh, this isn't how could this be Pike's Enterprise? And it doesn't. They're they're disrupting canon, you know. And canon, please. Check your spell checks and things like that if if that's the reason. But canon is C-A-N-O-N. There's your spelling lesson for today on Treks and Sci-Fi, folks. It's not C-A-N-N-O-N when you're using it in terms of, you know, the history of this franchise and what's gone on in Star Trek before. Canon is C-A-N-O-N. Just two N's, not three N's. Uh, please check that. It, it, it's it's a little bit of a pet peeve, especially when people throw it around three or four times in their post. but it's it's pretty much fits in. you know, have they tweaked things around a little bit to have some fun and do some things maybe they could they didn't do in the past? Yeah, it's fine. If you don't want to think that it's part of it doesn't really fit into the to the other treks that they've done, you know, especially TOS, uh, obviously the original series. They're hitting on some things there, since this is really close to that. I think people even when enterprise when the enterprise show came out, people had a problem with that. You know, saying how how could this be? You know, you know before the original series. You know, and that was set. What was it like a hundred years right before the original, or so? So anyway, um, or more, I think a little bit. But again, it's fine. As as my friend, my good friend Chris would say, it's fine. But it's just. I love Anson Mountis Pike, you know, to, to begin with. He's just been great. These um, the, the characters are good. The stories, it's just solid. It's just super solid. And it's very cool to see um, people. One thing I think is a fair thing to say, and I, I kind of agree with it. It's kind of like if they had done Star Trek, what they did this, the kind of show that the, the shows and the style of the original series. If they if they were doing that for a modern time a modern modern audience with modern effects a modern everything, they this is what you would get and and for a somebody who is a you know my my first Star Trek love was the original series, th- this is just like oh it's just it's just so wonderful and so great I I just uh, I'm loving it and uh, I'm really happy with the season I mean people always say this that. You know we're we're gonna have the final episode in a, in later this week, and I think I am gonna do a show discussing the kind of the whole season, maybe with uh maybe with a couple of friends, and we'll we'll do that in a few weeks or something. But but the um but I think the uh, my my point is for our first season, it's just been really good. They've done a range of episodes, they've thrown in some comedy, kind of some. The most recent episode was pretty scary and a horror and kind of a rough episode to watch, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really super enjoying it. Oh, I was going to say is that the fact that there's 10 episodes is, oh, people will say if they're enjoying it like me, oh, I wish there were more. But, I mean, when you look at it this way, we only got six episodes of Kenobi. Seasons have changed, or the number of episodes we get on these streaming services vary all over. I mean, it's a, a few episodes less than less than Discovery, but I think we, you know they've done 10-episode seasons of Picard, right? I think they're kind of, uh, I don't know if it's still COVID-related, but I think they're kind of settling in on that amount of episodes. I wish it was a couple more. I wish we got like 12, 13, 14, something like there. I don't think we'll ever, you know, we're going to go back to the days of 20-plus of episodes. Even networks TV has kind of settled in. I think I just watched the season finale of The Flash, and was that 18 or 20 episodes this season? Um, Superman and Lois was less than that. So it's it's just the way of things. I mean, you just kind of have to deal with it or accept. Uh, and, you know, I'd say 10 is a, probably a pretty pretty typical average. A lot of Netflix series are, are kind of 10 episodes or so. That's probably a, some have a little more, some have less. Uh, but, um, it, you know, that that's not too surprising to me. And it's it was pretty well known. And I think they're doing, you know, the second season of Discovery is already – I think it's finished, right? It finished filming, right? And um, I think it's also going to be 10. I think this third season of Picard's going to be 10. I don't know. Maybe Discovery season five will be more more than 10. Well, maybe. We'll, we'll. I'm not sure if they've announced that kind of thing. I think there's a lot of variables there. But, yeah, I just love the show. I think it's great. And, yeah. Um, all right. What else television-wise? I'm loving uh, – I'm only about – midway or a little less than midway of season 3 of the umbrella academy which is one of my favorites is on netflix that show is fantastic and I, I i urge i think it's a little under the radar a lot of people don't seem to either know about it or have watched it or whatever for whatever reason but it's it's fun it's it's sci-fi ish it's sort of fantasy sci-fi there's time travel things there's superpowers uh, it, it's it's kind of like similar to sort of a marvel thing to me because they the they, they don't all get along very well somewhat and <clears throat> excuse me need more tea but it's 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 really great i'm very much enjoying that and uh yeah i'm gonna take a break here get clear my throat sorry hang on all right. Yes, I am back. Yeah, um, haven't talked this much steadily for a few weeks. <laughs> I've said that number of times over the podcast, especially the last couple of years with changes in work and how much I talk in a day. But um, your voice is a—it's uh, kind of a muscle. Something, I guess. You—you you, the more you use it, the better and stronger it is. And if you don't use it and don't talk a lot. It's kind of like, uh, what are they, monks in Tibet or whatever that, you know, there are these different groups that r- take a vow of silence for, like, a period of time. Can't even imagine not talking for, like, a year and and then coming back and trying to talk. <laughs> you would really have to take it slow. It, it would be like not using your ar- your legs or your arm for a while and then using it again. But I don't know why I'm bouncing out of that idea, yeah, just because I have a frog in my throat, but that's a weird thing to say you have a frog in your throat all right other shows the um the other biggie that I just wrapped up uh stranger things and no spoilers for any of this these current shows um but they I just um just last night watched the season finale season four finale you know stranger things did sort of a weird thing this this season where they released when it was it about a month ago maybe more than that um they had i think it was around memorial day right i think it was like the end of may yeah uh, i think uh, but uh, yeah they released seven episodes then and stranger things this year was a little or this season was a little bit interesting is that their episodes were they kind of varied in length they were definitely longer on a, on average So there were seven episodes, and then they basically said, "Okay, here's the first like half." I thought they were—I don't know if they used the word half—but and then uh, just on July first, on what was that Friday, they released the final part of the season, which was only two episodes. But those two episodes were the first one, episode eight, was ninety like almost ninety minutes, and the last episode, the season finale that I watched last night, was two and a half hours. (laughs) Yeah, and it didn't really—I mean, it worked, and I, and I kind of get why they did that, because it—that there is, that episode, it, there's not really a place you could have really done a, a, a kind of an easy break. I mean, you probably could have done a break in it and, and you know, split it, but it, it would have been a little weird, maybe, possibly. A lot of times on shows, when you break an episode, even with an ongoing story, you have some time lapse between right episodes, sometimes, not always, um, but um, but yeah, I really uh, Stranger Things has been one of my favorite shows since it's been airing. Uh, uh, some people have say oh it was only good in the first season or two. A lot of people say this kind of stuff about so many uh, series. I don't know. I think that's a cheap thing to say. Really, I think shows have to change and evolve. I, I, I a lot of times when you first see a show, you go oh this is so cool and this concept, and then people are. They're looking for their next fix, like, is, is the best way I can say it. Like, all right, now I got that idea of that concept. It's like, all right, now I want another show. Oh, there's, this season is just with, like, you know, uh, like the Flash gets talked about on the, the TV show like this. Like, oh, it's just more of the same, you know, kind of like. So the, there's this tendency to think these later seasons are not they're not as good. And I, am looking at my time here. I'm already 20 minutes or so into this podcast. So I, I do kind of want to wrap up so we can get into the alternate universe talk a couple more minutes. The, um, but yeah, stranger things. I, I liked I really like season four. The kids are really grown up. I know they had a delay, I think because of COVID and everything and filming, uh, but you know, any show that has kids, especially when you look at them from the early uh, seasons, uh, they're they're all like basically adult age now, and you know pushing twenty, you know for some and 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 then uh, you know there was kind of a group of the one set of kids that were a little younger when they started the show, and then a kid kids that were a little older who are now like, heck, I think some of them are even in their later twenties. The the older group, if you know the show, you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, but like Steve. You know, and Nancy. You know, those those characters are, are the older group of kids. Um, but yeah, I I thought this season is good, and the really cool thing that's happened with Stranger Things, which I didn't realize when it first started, and probably nobody did except for the guys, the Duffer Brothers, that have done the show, is that it's it's kind of a big ongoing story that they've that they've created and done here. Um, you can watch each season and get something you know cool and out of it, but it's it it's still an ongoing storyline in saga i I think about it if it was being done in books, it's sort of like a book series and and what I've read and heard is that they're only they're doing one more they're gonna do a fifth season and that they pretty much are saying that's gonna wrap it up. so uh yeah i I love it. It's a very retro show uh, it gives you a very. For people who watched and saw a lot of uh, movies and TV of the 80s, it, it, it's very nostalgic for people like me. And, yeah, so that's a great great thing. Uh, Superman and Lois, I'll just go real quick on a couple other things. I like the season. I, I think it had its ups and downs. I think it's hard on when they do a season finale to kind of wrap everything up and cram it and finish it, but um, I think they did a good job. I'm looking forward to next year. It's a tough character to deal with. And I and I've, I really think that they're doing a great job with this show. And, and if you're a Superman fan at all, you should tr- check it out. It's the first time we've ever seen Superman as a family man, a father, a, a husband, really on a regular basis and in any kind. So I think that makes it unique. And, you know, they've never really done that in movies or anything else for Superman. For Superman and comics, they have a bit current comics you know he's basically with Lois they have one son uh, and that's been the case for a while in the comic world but uh yeah it's a good show movies uh looking forward to thor uh going to go see that this coming thursday i think the last movie out that i went to see um i went to see the uh, Jurassic World movie it was okay. I it didn't thrill me as much, you know. I I don't think it was as as interesting as the previous couple in this group of movies. But um, but yeah, it um, I, I, it was fun to see dinosaur stuff. The way they do these movies is just incredible. I'm super super looking forward to though the um the Thor movie. It looks like a lot of fun, and and it'll be good to have another Marvel movie. You know, Doctor Strange, which I saw a couple what was it, a couple months ago now? It's out on uh Disney Plus, so you can watch that. Uh and yeah, I think that's that's plenty. Um oh and Kenobi, did I have I recorded or did I do a Kenobi wrap up? Oh yeah, I think we did because uh, that was or maybe it was only a week ago, the final episode. Yeah, I think I think I didn't talk about the final I I won't say too much except that I really thought the series was great and the final episode was incredible. So yeah, if you've um, not watched Kenobi, check it out if you're a Star Wars fan. So all right, I'm going to take a short break. We'll come back and talk about uh, talk about the this parallel, uh, you know, alternate universe sort of concept idea. Um, and yeah, we'll talk about how different shows that have shown this. Uh, and so yeah, I'll be back in a minute. Hi, this is Ashley Victoria Robinson. I play Ensign Williams on the Red Shirt Diaries web series, and you are listening to Rico on the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast. All right. Okay. I am here and back, and we're ready to talk about alternate or parallel or different uh, universes or dimensions or whatever you want to call it, um, concept in sci-fi. So let's lay some uh, groundwork here a little bit and talk uh, in general terms or in, in some examples. So the, the basic idea of, you know, parallel or alternate universe theory somewhat, and, and I, I don't know, there's a lot of different theories, let's put it this way, but the one I I'm probably want to talk about the most and kind of focus on and that I'm always feels the most interesting and, and, in, you know, just, just to think about is the idea that that there are these parallel universes or alternate universes that, for kind of each you know decision, change, whatever in your in your like daily lives, there's kind of a branch that happens that 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 actually exists somewhere, right? You know, the the, the simplest thing would be to say like let's say if someone's deciding to go to college, right? and they have two colleges maybe as their two top things, and they pick one versus the other. And and you go through in your life a lot of, there's a lot of what I would call sort of minor decisions that, that don't really impact anything much. Like, do you turn, do you go on a certain route when you go to work? Now, unless you have an accident or something dramatic like that would happen, that doesn't really impact your life or change things for you very much, right? But what college you go to uh, I'll give you an easy example uh, from my personal view, but what, what college you go to obviously changes your life dramatically. For example, for me, I went to um, a college here in Michigan, Michigan State University. And the when I was the first year I was there, I almost changed schools. Like at the end of that year, I was kind of deciding, really wanted to go to i, I was going to be a vet is why i went to that school here yeah, have i said much much of this or maybe i don't, I don't know how much of i've ever told anybody about this on the podcast before but yeah i wanted to be a doggy doctor or whatever so but i decided not to do that for it was just, uh, it was a very competitive group, or veter- it was harder to get into vet school, <laughs> and I think it still is than it is to medical school, just because of the limited spaces and competition and all that, but I also got to, to the point where I love animals, I, you know, any kind of animal just about, but I got to thinking like, I it, it would be hard to not be able to save them all, I don't know if I could emotionally handle <laughs> emotionally handle it, but Anyway, so, and it was what was kind of like my first, like, I wasn't super, like, focused on, like, oh, my gosh, this is the only thing I ever want to be. So, but the end of, towards the end of the first, I think it was the first year of college, I was going to switch schools, and and with all the, you know, my love of sci-fi and movies and TV, I, I really wanted to go to film school. And I decided to apply to USC, you know, the big, you know, George Lucas alma mater and all that. And I got it. I got accepted. And I was going to transfer schools and go out to California, go to USC, get into film, whatever, and all that. But I decided not to. And I can't even really remember what, like, what was my final decider of – it wasn't anything dramatic. I just kind of, like – you know, I think I'm just going to stay here and and switch to sort of science and engineering at, at Michigan State and, and stick it stick it out here. Now, I think it was just the following year I met you know Lynn. I met my met, met cannot talk. I'm getting all tongue tied talking about my wife, but I met my wife at Michigan State. You know, about a year later from this point in time. So I'm bringing. I'm. This is all. You know, you guys can probably see where I'm going with this, right? So. If I had gone to USC, my life would be – I probably wouldn't even be doing a podcast right now. My life would be completely different. I probably would have met somebody out there at that school and gotten married to somebody out in California or or maybe not. Who, who knows? It would have just changed my life dramatically, right? So the school that you go to, whether it's the school you're going to is—you is, as know, grade school, middle school, or junior high or whatever you call it, high school – and, and especially when you go to college, a lot of times in college, I know so many people that met their future was husbands and wives in college. So that school, you know, that school that you pick to go to college, yes, it's the school you're going to probably learn your, your career in or, or at, but but it's also going to change your personal life just, just drastically, right? And some people meet people outside of that, they'll meet people out with online apps these days or i mean this isn't a, obviously a always a thing but these large decisions in your life you know change things for you in 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 you know you, you can look back at them and you can sort of follow a pattern and you know like a good friend of mine uh that i grew up with and, and went to like school with before college he ended up marrying i don't know if i've said this before but he married lynn's roommate <laughs> so you know, all these things, and then we each have kids and and, and so so much you know, change. So go back to this topic of the podcast, which is this parallel universe, alternate universe. So these big decisions in your life, you know, what what would what would wouldn't it be interesting if they're creating an alternate version, an alternate universe? where you you know you went to school instead of school a you went to school b and you met somebody else there and that tree or you know think about it as a tree where it's it's branches and you jump from one branch to the other or you make these choices and eventually you're off way on one side of the tree versus the other side of the tree so this alternate or parallel universe thing is the the uh, concept of each of these little things sometimes little sometimes very big creates a reality that, that exists out there. That you know, and, and what wouldn't it be interesting if there was a way to 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 go to those other parallel universes, right? So the 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 the, the best other way to describe this is I think the epitome of this concept or this idea, uh, was in the T V show Sliders, right? If you guys are not familiar with that, I think I did a whole podcast on sliders and I'm going to talk about it here for a little bit, but this um, young scientist creates this portal thing that allows him to slide and and a group of people that go with him to slide to parallel universes and alternate dimensions. And, and in each of these realities, uh, things are different. and, to go a little step further not just are their lives different the whole world is different you know the other thing you can get into the to the world view rather than your own personal view and think about what if you know I think one of the concepts in 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 sliders in one of the early episodes was you know what if we hadn't what if the the allies in the US and you know the other allies had not won World War II that's a that's a very and isn't there a show I think on is it Amazon Prime? Man in the High Tower or something like that. I haven't watched it, but I think the concept of that whole show is if, if you know, Hitler and the Nazis had won and and take, basically taken over the world, it, it, essentially, you know, so things in the world, or what if we hadn't landed on the moon in, in, in 1969, or, or certain people hadn't become president or leaders of whatever country, uh, big events change the world, and, and not just your current like you know your life um so sliders was for the most part it was mostly about things that had happened in the world like you know say a president that was assassinated maybe that didn't happen or lots of different things um and they did this what was it four seasons five seasons four but i'm gonna play uh, uh, because there's a good description in the opening credits for sliders of this whole idea of an alternate dimension parallel universe theory of, you know, what if you think about it, you know, just say, what if dot, 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 you know, this happened instead. Uh, and I really love the show. I, I, I would, it would be cool if they could bring it back in some way, maybe a reboot or whatever, because I think it's just a great concept and, and, and it's, it's almost like having a little short story every week because they jump from universe to universe and everything's different. Um, sometimes it's very little difference too. That's the other thing that's interesting to me is that sometimes it's a very little difference between one place and another, you know, uh, and, and sometimes it's huge. Sometimes the differences are huge. So, uh, let me play the opening credit, th- uh, cr- credit sequence to sliders, and I'll be back and we'll talk more about this. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds? where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different. And what if you can't find your way home? Yeah, so sliders. Yeah, with Jerry O'Connell. Remember that show, you guys? I love it. Um, John Reese Davies was in it for most most of it, most of the run. It was five seasons. Uh, so, uh, when you listen to that intro, the the one thing when you said you're the same, one thing you have to keep in mind that the people that are sliding, he means they don't obviously are. They're jumping from universe to universe. Their lives, their experiences, are theirs. But they do occasionally run into, like, alternate versions of themselves in these other, other places. It wasn't really – they didn't really focus a lot on that. Uh, you know, mostly it was about, hey, here's a concept of a world of of this, you know, where, you know, again, like I said, a, a war had gone differently. A leader had changed, uh, you know, something like that. And then they were always under this struggle of um, – of trying to get back home. They ran into sort of enemies who could who could also slide and, and, and jump from universe to universe, and so they were kind of being pursued a little bit. There was a little of that. If you've never watched it, it's on... Uh, I think it's on one of the streaming services, the freebies, like maybe the Roku channel or Tubi or whatever. Check it out. Uh, use that. I use Just Stream as a good link to, to check out where things are streaming. You can buy the DVDs and things, too. But, uh, but that is... Sliders to me is probably the biggest uh, focus of of this whole concept of an alternate universe. You know where something has been changed, whether you you know your lives have changed or something has changed in in the world as a whole, and, and things are dramatically different. You know it, it's 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 a very you know. It, I, I and I don't claim to be an uh, an expert in in this whole area at all. I mean, I'm looking at it more from a fun viewer, sci-fi fan viewpoint. But you know, I know physicists and 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 have kind of theorized these kinds of ideas. The you know that that like the amount of matter that should be in the universe, and this leads me into one of the main reasons that I wanted to do this show today is because of this book I'm reading right now about it's a it's a work of fiction but there's a lot of science in the book as well uh the book is called dark matter it's by an author named blake crouch who who's written some really good stuff i've read some of his other books and i really like it um but the uh, well he he has it's pretty funny there is a he has it's a well it, it lists here as 18 seconds but i think he only talks for 15 so listen to this. This is uh, Blake Crouch, the author, giving you just a slight intro or, or taste of what his book, Dark Matter, is about. I think it's been this, the book came out about six or so years ago, give or take. Um, but, um, but listen to his 15 seconds. This doesn't really spoil anything. This is kind of jacket cover material. It doesn't really spoil the book in any way. I mean, I'm only, well, I don't know. I think I'm like two-thirds through the book now, or maybe just half. might be only more closer to half. Uh, I'm really loving the book. The book's great. Uh, but here, listen to what he says about his, his book called Dark Matter. Jason Destin is a physics professor. While walking home one night, he's abducted and given a strange drug. When he wakes, his wife is not his wife. In fact, he's never been married. He doesn't have a son, and he must risk everything to get back to the world he loves. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, in this, again, like he said, like, uh, Blake, um, Blake Crouch says in this quick, quick 15 seconds kind con- of, uh, blurb on his book, this physics professor is, um, he ends up in a, in a, in a alternate world of, that's not his, you know, and, and, and he has to figure out a way to get back home. Basically it's like sliders, um, a single episode of sliders just, um, but he, you know he's got to figure out what to do about this. And it it's really good. I really like it. but it, it again, it's and not to tell you too much about the book, but but what he learns, you know, is that you know, his life, kind of going back to my college example of, um, he ends up more opting for a more, let's call it a more simple life and a family life than he does for this high concept you know focusing on his his work and his science he kind of has that choice to make at one point um which changes his life dramatically right so you know whether whether he just focuses on his work and his and his career in science or he 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 still does a little bit of that but he but he becomes also a family man and a and you know he gets married and he has a as a kid and all that so again the 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 crux is each decision is creating sort of a, a, a an alternate reality, an alternate path. And, you know, there was even, you know, go, let's go back to some Star Trek talk or Star Trek examples. Star Trek has done this a few times, right? Uh, the classic is, of course, the uh, Mirror Mirror episode that started the Mirror Universe whole concept from the original series where... There's a little ion storm on a planet. They're transporting back to the Enterprise, of course. Everybody knows this one, or probably does who's listening to this show. And uh, there's a kind of a transporter accident, you know. And, and the crew ends up in this, this alternate universe, or this mirror universe, where the Federation are the bad guys, basically. They're nasty. They dominate planets. They take things over. They're kind of like the Klingons, even probably worse. And they're not the good guys anymore, and they're not just explorers, and, and you know, Starfleet is completely different. And the cool thing about that, it, you know, and the, when they did it in Star Trek in the original series is that Kirk, you know, they they grasp pretty quickly something's wrong, and they he, they have to kind of play along. They, they have to and, – and this happens in sliders a bit too sometimes, which I always find kind of – this is a fun thing that happens in some of these kinds of stories or TV shows or movies is that you you got to be careful because everyone else thinks you're the person they're used to, right? You know, and if you start acting weird, you know, you could get yourself into trouble. So you have to sort of play along with being whoever this other version of yourself is. So, so that is cool to see, especially with the actors, I'm sure had fun playing that up. And they've continued this. You know, Discovery has done quite a few episodes of uh, In the Mirror Universe. And they've done it in Deep Space Nine. Did they? I don't think they ever did it in Voyager. Did they? Did they ever go to the... I don't think they went to a... Did they? Ugh. If they did, I apologize. But I don't think they ever really did much with it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a very, very compelling uh, concept. You know, I feel... I think, I think it's here, – here's a bit of a life commentary or lesson or thought about it. I think it's Im, kind of important to be sort of comfortable with your life and, and happy with your life. Obviously, it, it is. And it's it's an easy thing to say, right, but hard to do. Everyone – the whole regret thing, right? Like, like if something hasn't gone very well, like say somebody has a – they're unhappy with something, their job, their marriage, their family um, – where they live, who who knows, like decision A and B call it, you know, each time you make a decision, something, you know, so people will, will like sort of second guess themselves a little bit like, oh, you know, I wish I had gone and done this instead of this. I wish I had, you know, gone to this school instead of this school. I wish I had married this person instead of this person or, or had a taco instead of a hamburger or something simple like that. But the... But the idea, you know, I, I I try to feel that, you know, you you make the your life what you want to make out of it. Sort of like if you, if there are things you're not happy with, you know, try to change them, make your life go the way. Hopefully, and I, I know that's I'm being kind of talking in broad terms here. I know it's easier, much much easier said than done, and in, in, in that, but and and not to get you know. Uh, talking too deep on this end of things, but you can you can hopefully direct your life to the to the direction that you want, make the path go the way you want it to go. If you can, there are a lot of things that are out of our own control. You know, that, you know, you randomly meet people. You you, you know, there's there's so much randomness and randomness around us and in the universe that we you know you know, what, What is that old phrase can, you know, give you the strength to, you know, not, not really fret over the things you can't change or control. So, but you can, you know, if you're unhappy in your job, you can, you know, try to change jobs these days, at least I think in the U S and probably everywhere, there's a lot of jobs out there, you know, don't, don't be, um, here's Rico's psychological, you know, cheap, free advice, but don't, don't stay in an unhappy situation especially with work. Work is work at the end of the day. I mean, I, I think, um, so, but point, point is that this just concept really fascinates me of each of your decisions creating an alternate reality. I mean, wouldn't that be something to be able to have a, a way or a device to, to be able to jump and slide or, or whatever to these other things? Remember that, what was that episode of TNG? Uh, was it called Parallels, I think? where where you know there's that that one big scene where Worf is in the like shuttle I think and all those other uh, enterprises pop in you know uh, but just just this again this concept of you, you know each of especially big events and big things in your life a whole other world out there that exists with that with, with that direction if you would have gone that way it's it's super uh, interesting to think about. It could, is it real? Is it possible? I'm sure it's possible. It, you know, would we ever be able to actually see those places and visit those other dimensions? Who knows? There's another interesting concept. This is a, it, this happens in a little bit in this dark matter book, and I've heard this said in other ways um, with other people. And I've always thought this because I I, I I'm a someone. And it's been more so – it was really the case when I was pretty young uh, growing up. And, it, and I would say in the last five to ten years, it's become even more uh, or is come back a little bit where I have pretty vivid dreams, like very vivid dreams that have um, – they're easy to remember. Uh, they're, they make kind of sense. They're usually with, with places and people that I know. They're not just weird, random something or the other um, like we have some traveling coming. I'm going to Comic-Con, woohoo, San Diego in a couple of weeks. And I've been having a lot of travel related dreams and maybe because that's coming. Uh, but um, there was somebody, I think I saw a post online today by somebody that um, the concept of dreams being like a glimpse into into another reality, right? Like you have a dream of you know you're maybe living in a different house or you're you're with somebody that's not your partner your wife or your husband, or or you have like you know ten cats or something whatever it is, uh, or you're a superhero or, or whatever. By the way, I did have a dream which I don't usually do. It's funny with all the Star Trek, Star Wars, and all this stuff that I, I talk about. Um, I rarely have dreams, with that pulls that stuff into my dream. Right, I've had a couple over my life. One, I did have a dream I was kind of like Superman, where I was actually flying around. That was a cool dream. That was a while ago. Um, the other dream, I did have a dream where I had a real light lightsaber, which was cool, but that was fleeting. Like it was a, just a quick bit of a dream. Uh, but but um, I don't think I've ever really had a Star Trek dream where I'm like on with. I did have actually a dream with some of the actors because I've gone to a lot of cons and stuff. I had a dream actually it wasn't that long ago because William Shatner is going to be at San Diego this this um, this year, and they're doing this sort of party event thing. And I'm tempted to go. It costs a little extra to go to it, but um, they're they're having he's he's going to like perform and it's a it's I think it's Thursday night at Comic Con or Friday night again, but. I got an email about it because I'm, you know, I got my press pass, so I get a lot of press related emails from Comic Con, and so I had a dream that I was at this party with William Shatner. Pretty much that day that I got that email, that was a super cool dream. Uh, but um, and he's been in the news a lot more it seems over the last couple of years. I don't know with that whole when he went into space thing and all that. So, but I generally don't have a lot of dreams that are that are like. Let's call it way out there where I'm on a spaceship or or fighting for the Rebel Alliance or what, whatever it is. Most of my dreams involve people I know. They involve, like, work-related things, traveling, um, visiting to other, other states or other countries. Very, very, let's say, things I'm very familiar with and are are kind of—I don't want to say the word mundane, but they're not, like, crazy, you know— sci-fi adventures in a dream. So, but the going back to my point about all this was there was, you know, people have kind of tossed out there the idea that well what if the dreams are giving you an idea in some other version of your reality? Like when you're unconscious, maybe your brain sort of can sync up. That that's another um it's another thing I think they've done in some TV, books and movies and stuff, right, where where you slip in sort of a weird consciousness state, and you you can actually like connect with alternate versions. I'm trying to remember. Didn't they didn't they sort of do that in a movie? I'm trying to. It's it's hard to. Um, maybe I'll take a pause here. I think I will. We're about I've got about another ten or fifteen minutes probably to do for the podcast. I'll take a little short break. I'm gonna do a quick Google search and see because I'm I know these things are on the tip of my tongue a little bit, but. Um, Oh, while I take this break, there's an old show from 1977 called Fantastic Journey, which I think I've mentioned before. I know I've mentioned because I think I did a show about 70s sci-fi or something like that. So many podcasts. But this one, it sort of is the idea of a parallel universe or alternate universe things. It's its this little group of people that are on this uh, island in the Bermuda Triangle, and they kind of jump from different um different little on this island they end up on in the Bermuda Triangle that it's not really so much parallel worlds it's just different different from place to place when they travel across the island here I'll play the, the the little uh opening credit trailer to the Fantastic Journey it's a super short um a season. They only got one season. A lot of shows back in the 70s on TV that only got a season. Uh, but, but listen to this, and, and I'll be back, and we'll talk a little bit more about parallel uh, and alternate universes and then wrap up the show. But um, listen to this. I'll be right back. Lost in the Devil's Triangle, trapped in a dimension with beings from the future and from other worlds, a party of adventurers journeys through zones of time back to their own time. Larian, a man from the 23rd century, possessing awesome powers. From 1977, Fred, a young doctor just out of medical school. Scott Jordan, the 13-year-old son of a famous scientist. Liana, daughter of an Atlantean father and an extraterrestrial mother. And Jonathan Willoway, Rebel scientists from the 1960s. Together, they face the frightening unknown on The Fantastic Journey. Hey, yeah, The Fantastic Journey. That was a very cool show, really cool concept. It was more, now that I think about it, it was more about, I like how they call it the Devil's Triangle, Bermuda Triangle, whatever. But it was more about this place would allow them to travel through different time periods. But it's sort of similar ideas. So, I found on IMDb... I think this is IMDb, right? Yeah. Here's a list of... uh, And and there's a little bit of... um, Yeah, stretching what I'm I'm talking about. But all of these have some interesting things in them. Well, I'm not going to read all of them. There's 157 titles. If you search for... I'll try to put a link in the podcast notes. Parallel Universe and Time Travel Movies. So Time Travel is also... Is sort of, in a way, related to this. Because if you can time travel you could go back in time you know the quantum leap is sort of a little bit like this you know when it, but not completely you know because uh, sam was you know leaping from you know life to life and and you know fixing what once went wrong right whatever the opening credits said but essentially he was changing things right uh so i'm just going to sort of really quickly um flip through the list to some, maybe the top 10 or 20 of these things that they have listed here so there's this movie uh source code from 2011 remember that movie with jake Gyllenhaal? uh soldier wakes up in somebody else's body uh that was a cool concept movie called coherence i don't think i've seen that one uh looper that's a really good movie um the that's really difficult to explain it's not really an alternate universe or parallel universe thing uh, but it's it's very good. Bruce Willis, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in that. Um, oh, the Butterfly Effect. That that's a cool. That was a. Uh, it's it's a really good. You know, the. It's sort of again related to this concept. This concept sort of go, goes off in slightly different. You know, connected things. But the Butterfly Effect is, you know, if you could change something in your life, like I was talking about throughout this show a little bit. What what would that do to your future, and and a lot of people think like like I, I've mentioned several times on the sh- on the show over the years. You know, my father passed away. Uh, he had cancer. He passed away when I was almost ten, just a little before my tenth birth. Well, a couple months before, so I was like nine, almost ten. Um, but you know, they can do much more these days for cancer, right? So it's an interesting thing to think about is, is what if, what if he hadn't died? What if, what if he, you know, I could go back, you know, like, like a Sam Beckett thing and quantum leap and go back and save him. My life would be completely different. And, and so the butterfly effect movie would, you know, was the, this idea of this guy, I want to watch that again sometime. It's, it's not the happiest movie, <laughs> but the, there are these things people think about, like I was saying this earlier, this has turned into sort of a very interesting podcast. hope you guys enjoy it. I'm in, I really this 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 really this subject matter is is super cool to me, but what I'm going to say though the, with the, related to this butterfly effect movie, people have this idea that, oh, if I could go back ten years or five years or twenty years and change something, that their life would be better, right? They think like, oh, if I hadn't done this and I had gone to this like maybe they don't like their job. Let's just use that as an example. So they go back in time. And instead of accepting the job that they have now that they're unhappy with, maybe they had another offer and and they accept that one and they go to that other job. So it's this is like the grass is greener kind of concept. The grass, you know, the grass isn't always greener. So in the butterfly effect, you don't know what that decision would, you know, if you do job A or job B. You have job A right now, so you think, oh, this isn't a very good job or I don't like it for whatever reasons. So you think, oh, I'll take job B. It's going to be better. Maybe it isn't, right? Like, oh, instead of marrying this person, I marry this person. That would be much better than my, you know, whatever, their current marriage that maybe they are unhappy with. But maybe it isn't. <laughs> you know, you don't know, right? Everyone always has this like, concept, and this is where I was kind of going to a little bit, and maybe this is a way to bring it back to that where kind of be happy with your your, your, your life because when you think about it, you you really don't know what those other paths would bring. Right, you don't know what would happen. It, it could be worse for you. Things could be dramatic. You know, there's. I, I've known people, for example, using the job example, that have switched jobs and then come back to the job that they left, like realizing that, oh boy, that other place was terrible. This is this is this place isn't great, but that other one was. Ooh, that place was really bad. You know, like you never know. What the alternate path is you know unless you could see that unless you could actually see how how your life would turn out if if you went down that road instead so let's go back to this list anyway the butterfly effect is about that where he keeps trying to quote-unquote fix his life and change things for the better and he just keeps screwing it up it's actually it's actually worse um mr nobody i don't know let's see a boy stands on a station platform as a train is about to leave should he go with his mother or stay with his father? Infinite pol- possibilities arrived from the decision. Huh, interesting. Jared Leto's in that from 2009. Uh, Donnie Darko, really cool movie. I, I did, I think, a whole podcast about Donnie Darko. Uh, yeah, I can't even describe it, so just, just watch it. If you haven't seen Donnie Darko, you you should watch it. Uh, the follow-up movie, you can probably skip. Um Oh, frequency! This this was an interesting movie with Dennis Quaid, where uh, there, there's a, the allows the ability of a father and son for thirty years that are thirty years removed from each other, to to um uh to talk to each other, and the son of course tries to tries to do things to to help with his father in the past. And uh, oh, here's a here's one that's that's I wouldn't call this alternate universe thing. Time Traveler's Wife is in here. That's more of a time travel movie. There's a HBO series that I'm watching that's that's like that right now. I'm skipping a couple 12 monkeys that that one that one the the movie is sort of relates to this uh, Primer. Oh that this is a classic a very low budget movie but interesting um, four friends and fledgling entrepreneurs knowing that there's something bigger and more innovative than the air or checking devices they built wrestle over their new invention. That's that's a terrible description for that movie. Um, Predestination uh with Ethan Hawk uh th- this one is good it, you know th- 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 there's, there's the the parallel universe idea or or, or concept time travel like a, you know the, in this list always pops up in here because as I've described during this podcast the other way to sort of change your circumstances or change the world is this concept of being able to go back in time and change something right telling yourself hey don't take this job take this job or, or don't get on that train, it's going to crash, or whatever it happens to be. Um, Final Destination movies are kind of like that. Uh, Interstellar is on this list. Yeah, okay. Uh, Time Lapse. Um, this was an interesting movie. I've seen this one. Uh, Danielle Panabaker, who's on The Flash Show, is in it. Um, three, friends, three friends discover a mysterious machine that takes pictures 24 hours into the future. So so the the idea here again it's time traveler related but it's you see something that's 24 24 hours ahead and it could sort of give you and influence you of what you do with your your decisions um you know john reese davies was in that movie too Hmm, i can't remember that probably didn't have a very big part that's from 2014 uh sliding doors this is with uh, gwyneth paltrow london woman's love life and career both hinge on unknown to her whether she catches a train you see it both ways in parallel. Oh, I should watch that. It's from a while ago, 1998. Um, yeah, that's an interesting thing. That That's very, very much along this concept of, you know, do you get on the train or do you not get on the train, right? Um, Men in Black 3, yeah, that's, again, time traveler related. There aren't really a lot of, like, true parallel universe movies on here. There's Terminator movies in this list uh edge of tomorrow uh reliving the days over and over again you know the groundhog day concept that that's sort of sort of related to this um there's a movie called next uh with nicolas cage uh, the one uh, a rogue multiverse agent goes on a manhunt for alternate versions of himself getting stronger with each kill oh yeah that's with uh, jet lee yeah i remember that um Oh, and and, uh, obviously a biggie right now is uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, right? Uh, If you guys, I won't say too much about that movie, but that whole movie is is about basically alternate universes. And and yeah, so that that fits very well into this discussion. Oh, here's one I was going to mention, an older movie uh, with Roy Thinnes. If you guys know that actor from like the 60s, he did a lot of movies then. Um, Journey to the Far Side of the Sun. This is from 1969. Uh, it's Here's the synopsis real quick. The European Space Exploration Council sends two astronauts to explore a planet similar to Earth, but located on the opposite side of the sun, which let's accept the, f- or let's, li- let's live with the, like, that's not, you know, uh, just another parallel, another Earth out there. But the cool thing about this movie, and it's been a long time since I've seen it, is that that other earth that's on the opposite side of the sun. So we never, somehow there's a probe or something and they discover it, but we never can view it, right? Cause it's completely on the hidden by the sun. But the the point here related to our discussion today or my discussion with you guys and telling you uh, is that that other earth is like our earth, but a little different, uh, you know? So that one, that one, it fits into this kind of category. And what else we got on this list here? another earth oh i've been wanting to watch that one um on the night of discovery a duplicate earth in the solar system an ambitious young student with an accomplished composer crossed paths in a traffic accident i don't know what that annihilation uh that's with natalie portman yeah okay oh here here's probably even better um cross worlds this is an older movie 1996 a young man finds himself in the middle of a universal battle between good and evil when he sets up residence in a trans Only his father's mysterious crystal pendant and its lost matching scepter can guarantee victory. Rutger Hauer. Okay. Paradox. Uh, Who's in this? Let's see. Eh, Not a lot of big actors, you know. Time travel. Time machines tested first by a man and the team traveling one hour in the future. He returns to warn them against killings in the next hour. Is it possible to change things to the past? Twist after twist. Um. Oh, here's one that I keep seeing. I think it's on Prime. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, 2015, a movie called Parallels. There you go. That's pretty much exactly what we're talking about. A mysterious building is the gateway to infinite parallel Earths. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that one. Uh, Yeah, that's... um, It's from 2015, so not that long ago. All right. Um, Movie called Parallel from 2016. Uh, What else we got? Shrek Forever After, <laughs> that's on this list. Oh, the mist. The better less said about that movie, the better. Um, uh, <laughs> Doorways. This one's from 1994, a TV movie. Cat, a fugitive from a parallel Earth ruled by aliens, lands on our Earth in the middle of a freeway, causing an accident. I think I've seen this movie. Um, Kurtwood Smith is in it. George Newbern, Robert Nepper. Um, Run, Lola, Run uh is on this list let's see yeah there's there's quite a few things here related to you know the idea of your life making a decision and changing here's the this movie with Nicolas cage the family man i've seen that um even the matrix movies are kind of related to this a little bit the 13th floor that that movie i saw way back in the day inception is on this list. Groundhog Day, a movie called Identity, Project Almanac. Um, That was a good movie, Project Almanac. I've seen that one. I liked it. Uh, And yeah, there's a lot of connections to to time travel. Cloud Atlas with uh, Tom Hanks. The Lake House is sort of on this list in a way. Yeah. So Direct things that are parallel type. There's a couple on here. Uh, a lot of time-travelly related things. Minority Report. Great movies on here. Um, Total Recall's on here. Event Horizon. The Adjustment Bureau. Yeah, that that one's a cool movie too. So this is a great concept, and we I could talk. I could talk. Probably create a whole podcast just about this topic. But I hope I gave you some flavor for it. I'm gonna kind of wind things down here. Uh, as we're um, about a little over an hour now, hour and five or six minutes. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's um, <clears throat> that's the uh, that's the show. That's the show, guy, gang, guys, guys, gals, guys and gals, guys and gals, dudes and dudesettes. Is that That's not really a word. Is that kind of made up? Dude's a real word, right, in the dictionary? I don't think doodad is a real word. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I don't know what I'm saying. Hey, I hope you guys enjoy this. I really love this concept. There's a lot of good books uh, that you can find. Uh, like I said, I highly recommend. I'm not even done with it halfway, you know, just, but this Dark Matter book. Um, the, the title Dark Matter comes from the concept where scientists have – a lot of people who are into sci-fi and science in general have heard this concept of dark matter of the universe. So people, you know, scientists will say that, well, there's not enough matter. Like, we should have more matter, you know, gravity and all that. There's, you know, they do calculations. So the idea of the dark matter is these parallel universes is using some of this dark matter. So that's what, that, that accounts for all this missing matter that they they talk about. All right, so my plan for the podcast is as follows. I'm going to try on uh, next weekend, my plan would be to do a complete, like, Stranger Worlds wrap-up with with a few friends, like I mentioned. That's for the 10th of July. The uh, 17th, going to try to do a guest cast that weekend. Um, the, the following weekend, the 24th, is when I'll be at San Diego Comic-Con. And the last weekend of the month, the 31st, which is, what, four weeks from now, I'll do a video cast, which will be about, uh, San Diego and how much fun that'll be to be back with everyone at a big convention like that. I sure hope, I sure hope that, um, I hope it's, uh, it's good. Now, well, I'm sure it's going to be fun and good. I, 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 hope that, um, I hope you'll be able to see Kenny and, and hit some other friends that I've met through Kenny and just, yeah, have a good time there. I'm looking forward to it a lot and looking forward to just getting back out in the world and doing, Normally things, normally, that's not a word. That's not a word. That's not the word. I don't know. I I should stop now, right? I'm just rambling. All right, everybody. Again, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for downloading or streaming the show or however you listen to it. Um, Appreciate it. Each week, try to give you guys something fun to think about, some new things to maybe go watch that you haven't watched yet or read, Um, and Strange New Worlds. Oh, last thing about Strange New Worlds. If there's anybody listening who, and I, and I, I don't mean to be their their spokesperson or, or pitch pitchmaster or whatever pitchmaster, that's ridiculous. Um, if you if you don't subscribe to Paramount Plus, which you know you should be, so you, so you can watch Star Trek, but they're doing a promotion right now. You can get a month free. Uh, just sign up, and if you use the code South Park, because South Park has some new stuff on on paramount plus so if you use the code south park you get a month of paramount plus for free and you can watch all strange new worlds because the last episode for the season will be this thursday so you could even start it now and get caught up and then watch the last episode thursday i passed this on to some people already that i know that weren't subscribing so just uh yeah so you can get star trek for free see and uh and i'll give you one last little trick on that (laughs) If you've signed up for Paramount before or or used a free offer before, just use a different email because that's how they basically, you know, well, if they they give you anything, like if you've used a free month with them before, just use a different – create a different email. You know, most people have a few emails anyway. Just use a different email and sign up for a free month if you want using the code South Park on Paramount+. And I'm not getting a penny for that, by the way. But, um, I mean, I think you guys, if you love Star Trek, uh, you know – I try to support the show by paying for streaming, and, and, you know, to me, it's a small price to pay for 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 the amount of Star Trek we've been getting over the last few years. And Paramount's got a lot of other fun stuff on there, too. So it's had quite a few movies. The new James Bond, where the one from a few months ago, is on there, which I can't believe that's just already on there almost. But um, I think Top Gun, the new Top Gun, is going to be on there pretty soon, too. So there's another another pitch for you. So, okay. I am on my way to edit this a little bit and then post it. So you guys, Hey, again, to us uh, here in the U S happy 4th of July, everybody use fireworks safely. Don't scare your pets. Uh, it's, it's a rough weekend for, uh, for the dogs and the cats dogs, especially. I don't know if cats, the cats really get that bothered by fireworks. Cats don't seem to get bothered by much. We've had cats, and I can't remember any of them really getting all that worked up over fireworks, unless they were literally right outside your door. Um, but dogs, for sure. Dogs do not like them. I've never never met a dog that liked fireworks, so be be, be considerate and cautious of that. And, and, you know, if you've got neighbors with dogs, try to, you know, light them off away from them. So, all right, everyone. Hey, talk to you again in probably about a week, and take care. Stay well. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.